welcome to the Tell It Like It Is, The Kingdom Way with Dr. Ba with Apostle uh, uh, Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor. Huh. Apostle Cal gave that to me last week, and I really like it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work it in, everything. At any rate, we were talking. I'm not going to take up much time. We were talking. He was finishing up with the candlestick, and then we're going into the other part. So I want to welcome my brother, my friend, Apostle Calvin Cook. See, I got the name right and everything. Hey. So Yes, you do. Praise God. Uh, hello, Dr. Baker. I should say Apostle Baker, who is a doctor. <laughs> How are you doing today? Praise God. I'm doing great. Yeah, we've been going at it. I mean, you got me really back into something I spent the last 37 years studying and meditating. And I've actually walked in the tabernacle in my spirit and ask God what each piece of furniture meant and how to walk in, in the dimensions of my life. Because lest the viewers forgot that the tabernacle is the kingdom of God in the earth, depicted in symbols, types, and shadows, metaphors, that God gave Moses to do and said, make sure you do this according to the pattern which I showed you up on the mount. And anytime you hear the word mount in the Testaments, it speaks of a kingly place or in a kingdom place. So God showed Moses heavens. Uh, uh, it's really interesting. He says, when the disciple says, teach me how to pray, his reference was, well, I want you to pray that heaven would model itself in the earth. And so he gave us the model of Moses' tabernacle, which is the body of Christ, the son of God, his church, the days we live in now and the days we'll live in in the future. It's all been revealed there. And so well, we've been talking about the light. I'll finish off in the light, and then I will try to walk you through what the light was supposed to reveal. And I can tell you right now that we haven't seen what God wants us to see in the light, because when we look in the mirror, we don't see the right image there. And if we don't see the, if we don't see Him in the image, then we can't uh, reflect His life to the body of Christ. And so we're going to talk about that, too, because, you know, light reflects. It gets it, 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 it anyway. We won't. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but my mind is really rolling here this 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 uh, afternoon. But let's go. Uh, let's. Uh, where do you want me to go? You want me to get started, Doc? All right. We talked, about, we talked about perfection, even though we're not perfect. The gift that was given to us is. And if we represent it with the right na nature and character. And we oversee our flesh and keep under our bodies and don't let it speak other things other than truth and walk in other things other than holiness and righteousness. Then we can monitor and we that's why it says keep under your body. It didn't say keep over it. Because if you keep over it, that's the law. You keep under it, that's grace. And you can you can measure yourself further in, in stability in Christ with grace than you can by saying, well, I'm, I'm not going to do this. Yes, you will. If somebody told me, I'm never going to do that again. Yo, you're going to do it again because you you don't have the power to obey a law. The only, the only you, got, you got into this whole thing by grace and you don't have the power to still to this day obey law. Christ obeyed the law for you and brought you into a place you've never been in before. He brought you into his life. Now watch this. The, the seven lampstands are on one level at the top, which signifies equality with Christ. You can't go into this light in, in a deficit. Please listen to me. Listen, listen, listen. Oh, he's, oh, I'm so much, I'm not worried. Stop all that nonsense. Now, listen, listen, listen. 
which means when man comes forth in Christ, he will sit in an equal place with Jesus Christ as part of Christ himself. What are you talking about? Ephesians 2, 6 said he raised us together and set us in Christ. Listen to me. In the throne of God, we have been seated in Christ equal with him in his throne. That's how he says, Father, make them one. What do you thought he was talking about? He made us one, and we're still arguing about our oneness with him, and we haven't learned how to operate out of our seat, our seated place. We're still operating out of our place that we recognize in the natural realm with failure and this and that, and we haven't realized that when he was coronated, set down at the right hand of God, the first place he invited us to, remember the brothers tried to get there by using their mom, can I sit on your left and on your right? But he says, no, I raised you up together and set you in heavenly places in Christ. So you're sheltered in him, okay? And so because you're sheltered in him, he sees you perfect. Now, I don't know how you see yourself, but your father and the son see you like them. They see you perfected because their covering is perfected. Their covering is perfect. Their plan is perfect. All the giftings they gave you are perfect. Everything good came down, it was perfect. The calling and gifts are election that are made perfect. He says, you're being matured by the fivefold ministry, or are you? If you're not, then you will not. Oh, Lord, have mercy. You can't be perfected through education. You're only perfected by the fivefold ministry giftings that equip you, which includes education. They have to educate you, but that's not just it. Training is re repetitious. Training over and over again. You're training you because you don't know how to navigate in your natural, uh, your spiritual man. You've only been trained how to do your naturals, how to cuss and get angry, and use. That's what you've been taught to do, but you've never been taught how to to give off or operate out of the life of Christ. All right, okay, are you with me? Okay, now watch this. I got to say this. Th there is a perfect equality between the head and the body. Jesus is the head, we are the body. When the body functions in Christ, it is not therefore not just a matter of being perfect at some future time. We're not talking about dying and becoming perfect and then gaining equality with Christ, but obeying the spirit now, operating perfectly now, because we have been given an equal status with Christ. This is not a to bring Christ down, but to fit humanity. Jesus said, if I be lifted up, he said, I would draw men where? Unto me. That's the perfect, oh my God. See, by Christ, we're trying too hard to do things that would say to other people, oh, he's perfect. No, God did all that work. He said, if you lift him up, he'll draw you to the perfect place, which is in him. And he did it. He did it in Ephesians. No, not Ephesians. Yeah, I guess second. I don't know where I'm at, but Second Corinthians 5, 15 and 17, he put you in the perfect place, which is in Christ. It's necessary for us to understand equality. This is a statutory equality, which is different from the position one holds in the body and the work appointed for us to do. In other words, Jesus is the head and the different functions are appropriated out to us. The body, we are just as important and equal in the body operation as the head. 
That's but right. We are not the head. If one part usurps function over another, then two jobs would be undone. So just because you're not the main thing, you are just as important as the head, the toe, the foot. Why? Because you're connected to perfection, which is the body yes. of Christ. You need to hear this right now. Yes. All of you that put yourself down, all of you that won't come on and get in the light and get your mind renewed and always looking for a reason that you are not qualified. I'm not good at that. Stop that right now. And Jesus, now I said, stop it. Because that's not that has nothing to do with you or I. Now I want to. Do you want me to move into this table of showbread? Uh, I can. Uh, I think I want to do it. If if uh, if Richard will put that scene up there for a minute. Oh, let me say this. Okay, okay. This is the outer court, which is the law, the cross, the death, death of sin, death of self. And then when you come into the the church age or the age of Pentecost, then what happens here is, is that there's going to be a death of the soul. So there's three deaths before resurrection, death of sin, death of the soul, and death at the, at the prayer altar, uh, uh, where the soul has to give its, up its right to live. The Bible says in Isaiah 53 that Jesus sacrificed his soul uh, for sin. His soul, his soul was a sin offering to God. Isn't that interesting? He said, not my will. And when he said, not my will, God accepted that as a sacrifice for your sin. He said, but your will be done, Father. Not my will, but your will be done. Are you listening here? And so those are the three things that have to happen. But along the way, uh, we want to know, uh, okay, uh, what, why, why this light? Why, why, did you, why isn't human light enough? Because that's the light of the sun. And it says, there's nothing new under the sun. Nothing can happen kingdom-wise under the natural sunlight. He has to bring you into kingdom light for things to become new. You need to see that, please. I appreciate your intelligence, but don't try to exalt it above the knowledge of your God. You got to see things from his dimension. And many of us don't have never been in the dimension of the spirit. We don't even know. We think it's being spooky. Ooh, and shaking your hands and, uh, and wiggling your head. And that's not spirit. That's not spirit. Those are things that can happen to an individual to have an encounter with the spirit. Just like when the mountain shook, when, when the spirit of God came down, the person of God touched Mount Sinai, it quaked, it shaked. Why? Because anytime spirit touches natural things, it's going to have a shaking. It's going to be something that, uh, but you don't have to act strange when the spirit of God comes. And you don't have to walk around looking deep all the time because it's one of those things that it's a it, it's 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 proof that you did not allow yourself to be to be crucified. You did not allow yourself to be sacrificed. You did not allow yourself to be changed because you want the outside man to look spiritual. And that's not what it is that he intended. He intended. No. You know, we we walk, we walk, we do what it is that we do. This is the reason when they talk about how Jesus walked around all of these other people, he didn't walk around them just to walk around them. What he did, he allowed them the light in him to shine through so that it could bless the others, so that it could help them. So he where he walked, change happened. 
And that's what it is that walking in the kingdom of God, this is what it is that we're talking about. And this is the reason that we're talking about the light. And now we're getting ready to go into the showbread or or wherever it is that you're going. So, well, you know, uh, I don't believe in wiggling and shaking and Holy Spirit didn't author that. And if I did, what did it do to change my life? That's right. That's right. If it didn't change, it saw me shake, jump and quake. That's right. By that going on, it hasn't brought any fruit under righteousness. It hasn't advanced the Father's kingdom. Well, maybe they the Elvis Presley song, you know, shake, rattle, and roll. We've done all that. I was in the house of shaking. We're not going to waste our time talking about that. This thing. The light of the world that we're talking about in John 8, 12, he said, I am the light of the world. The lampstand is the only light in the holy place. This light is the combination of the golden container, the golden olive oil, the wick, and you are the light of the world, Jesus, a city that's set on the hill. In this particular case, we see Jesus using the part as the whole, calling the wick the light. The lamp could not work without the wick, but the wick could not work without the oil in the lamp. We are only the wick, yet we are the light of God in the earth. The true light of God in the believer's lives must come from through being filled with the Holy Spirit, lit by the fire of the outer court from the brazen altar of sacrifice. Now, why all this light? Because there's a body that you need to identify so that you don't, uh, how do you say? Okay, if you don't see the body through this light of the sun, then you'll judge the body and you'll, 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 you'll disrespect the body and you can go to sleep early and you can be weak. And many people have died because they didn't discern this body. Now watch, I want you to hear what I'm saying. If you don't get, listen to me, body of Christ. If you don't get in this light and stop talking about folk and not see the value of the redeemed of the Lord, if you don't begin to see that Father can take the dead and raise them back to life, then why can't he touch a sinner and transform their lives and, and bring them back into life? And so once you see this body under the light of this candlestick, you notice it has two crowns, one crown aiming up and one crown aiming down. That means Jesus is the king even when you're down and Jesus is the king even when you're up. And he surrounds the bread, which is the body of Christ, with his kingship. And if you don't see that, that he's the king of that 12 tribes or those 12 whole loaves or that body of Christ or that thing that represents subsistence, that thing that represents life. He said, if you eat of this bread, this hidden manna, you will never die. This is, he said, and he's talking about the body of Christ. So if you don't see the body in the light as he's in the light and you refuse to walk with the body that's in the light and you refuse and you want to continue to be separated with your doctrines, you want to continue to be separated in your treatment of the women and the men and colors and race and all this stuff that people get caught up. If you want to continue to be a separatist and an isolationist and you want to continue to have your own thing that you're doing rather than building the kingdom of God, if you want to continue to build your own kingdoms and your own castles and your own palaces, if you want to continue to brand yourself like a donkey brand get branded, if you want to continue doing that, then you're not in the light. And if you're not in the light, you can't see the body of Christ. So what are you doing? 
That means you can't have a vital prayer life. Because if you got any art against your brother or your brother has art against you, you must put your gift down because your body life ain't right. Your body life is not right. That means your prayer life can never be right with God. And that's why there's incense on that table of bread, on top of that bread, and a cup of wine. What's it there for? But for communion with the body. The word communion is the word community. It comes from the word union. It comes from the word communion. Unless your communion and your union is with the body of Christ in order with the light that you've been walking in, you can't go to the next place, which is the prayer altar. You might as well just go ahead and practice witchcraft because God's not going to hear a thing you have to say if you're not ready. If you're not respecting the church you go to, you're not respecting the man and woman of God, you're not respecting your wife, and you're not respecting people because you don't see them in the right light, you cannot have a life of prayer with this righteous and holy God. It's called spiritual witchcraft. That's right. That's right. There's a whole lot of that going on here in the body of Christ. Yes. How to discern rightly the body of Christ. We must discern. I have wept before God because I knew I wasn't right with my brothers. I knew that they had art against me and I didn't want to challenge their art. I said, let them have art against me. I've done no wrong. God said, I've done no wrong either. Yes. I haven't done anything wrong. He said, go on and do what I told you to do. <laughs> oh, yes. And this is all a part. This is all a part of the kingdom life. And this is this is the heart. That's why he's working in us. Yes. So the furniture looks like his house, not your furniture. Yes. Furniture he wants in his house is righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. These are the things, the characteristics and the nature. Each piece of furniture is a part of the nature of the son. Every piece is a part of his heart, his nature, how he how he was able to be obedient even to the death of the cross. Because he learned, even though they talked about him, called him a wine bibber, tried to stone him, talked, called him all kind of names. He said, I'm not going to let you stop me from dying for you. I'm not going to let you stop me from being obedient to my father. I'm not going to get distracted by what you're saying. I only hear what my father says. These, I'm, I'm only tuned in the channel G-O-D. I'm in the light. I'm walking in the light. I'm going to have fellowship with you. I'm going to die for you, even though you're not worthy of me to die for you. I'm going to die for you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Okay. Get to the next piece of furniture. Get to the next piece of furniture. Well, it's hard to get to the next piece of furniture. You really understand that the table of showbread is also called the table of face bread. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, spread. You have yes. to face some things. He said, I'll prepare a table for you in the presence of your enemy. And the issue is the enemy is in me. That's right. And no enemy right. inside the, the, the holy place, but you. You walked in there past the cross. You, you still practice in sin. You're still full of yourself. And you're trying to come into this light and get your way. That's right. That's, That's right. your enemy. You can't go That's no right. further than what you saw your enemy. Still want to be the highlight speaker. Still want to be the man of the power, the hour man. You're still looking for self-gratification and grandizement. You still, everything's about you and your ministry. You labeled yourself my ministry, my anointing, my calling, my. Then the, the work of the cross haven't done you no good, see? And that's why you have that table. That table is the last place you go before you go to prayer. You got to get the enemy out of me. 
in me is my enemy. And I got to get that enemy out of me before I go in there and say, I'm a friend of God. We sing it all the time. I am a friend of God. I am a friend of God. I can't stand your people, but I am a friend. I can't stand that sister over there. I am a friend of God. We just be singing. <laughs> Stop her. We be singing. <laughs> it's, it's, so it's so true. We, we act like there's not a God that's watching us. This sees this nonsense. And then we want to get out of here. We want to we want to do signs and one. I'm all for signs and wonders. But the Bible says Isaiah 8, 14 or 15 says that your children are signs and wonders in all of Israel. You're supposed yes. to prepare your children to be signs and wonders. You about to grow up out of that by now and start preparing your children because you understand the light and you understand the body of Christ. And you know you can't put your your mouth on God's anointing and do his prophet no harm. And when you begin to discern the body of Christ, then we can go to the prayer altar and yeah. give up our right to our soul. That's the final sacrifice before transformation really can take place. That's when you say, Father, take my ministry, take all my gifts, all my reputation, all what I work so hard to get. All the things people know me by. Oh, God, how I move so deeply in your spirit. I'm going to give that back to you, Father. I'll give that back to you. You use it any way you want to. Not my will, God. But your will be done. I don't want anybody. To, I don't want to be of no reputation. I don't want. God, Adam told you no. I say yes to your will. Adam says, Lord, not your will be done. Let my wife run this thing. But I say to you, Lord, not my will. Don't let my soul, my mind, my will mess things up. Let your will. Now you've just made the final sacrifice. Now the incense disappears. It was a smoke. Now it's invisible. You have now been transformed by the renewing of your mind. But you can't just do that with words. You people, you, you, you. Oh, no, 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 no. You got to give it up. That's right. That's right. That's right. Because you hear people and, and then they go out and they're just as nasty. I mean, well, you know what? It may take you a while. Yep. To to go through that because you didn't know you were supposed to go through that. Mm -hmm. The first time you go through it, you'd be faking. Oh, love, yep. you know, because you just want to get something from it. Uh-huh. <laughs> One day it will break your heart to see how vile you really are. Yes, yes, yes. You, you, I told a person, they said, well, I want to stop uh, fornicating and, and using cocaine. I said, no, you don't. Mm -hmm. I, said, well, I told you I did. No, but you still love cocaine. That's right. You still love having sex out of marriage. Until you hate it the way God hates it, you will never get delivered from it. Do you never. hear what I just told you? You can never something that you find pleasure in. Nope, nope, nope. Until, until, until you be a testable thing. Until you hate the thing that God sent his son to die for, then you can't be delivered from it. I don't care who comes in town, Buster Brown, whoever it is, they cannot deliver you if you still have an inward desire to be on the throne yourself without the rest of the body guys being with you. You want to do a solo thing. You want people to know your gifts. You want people to, then you can't, this thing doesn't work uh, without the light being on the body of Christ. And then that life, that was on that body crash, revealed the table of showbread to you or the body to you. Come on. And then now you can see the intercessor. Now consider him the high priest, the apostle and high priest of what you're going to profess. Now you consider Jesus 
When do I consider it? When I've considered his body. When I valued his body, now I can see, consider him. See, we've been skipping the body, skipping the light, and going right to him. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. He says, what are you talking about? Where's How are my church, how are my people doing? I don't care about them. It's just me and you. One brother says, I don't need nobody else. I got a relationship with God. No, you would have no relationship with God without his people. That's not true. You can't have a relationship with God without his people. You can't be a part of the body. I mean, how are you going to be a part of the body without the other people? I, mean, can't, I can't cut none of this off and say that I got the whole thing. If I cut uh -uh. anything off uh -uh. and I'm uh -uh. deficient in my presentation of the wholeness of God, mm -mm. everything must be jointly connected and fitted together. Amen. Uh, built up as a holy habitation of the spirit of God. And we are supposed to be built up to be these people. And it cannot happen that we run through, come boldly to the throne of grace, run right by the candlestick, run right by the table of showbread, and run to the cross. I'm a father, we ain't going to hear you. I'm telling you, back right, he's not going to let you uh, skip the appropriate processes of God to come to bring you to maturity. Many people saying they're talking to God. They're not talking. They're talking about God. They're talking. Uh, to his back, just like Moses had to get, couldn't, because you can't come if you're out of order. God's a God of order. And he set that order. That's why I don't understand how you could deny the order of the tabernacle and teach past that and, uh, and not understand that you're teaching people to dismiss the steps of maturity, growth, and development so they can be like the sun. That's right. This whole thing working in you. These are presentations of the work he's doing in you to get you into the place. This tabernacle is just showing you the whole, how it's put together. You can't run by this. It's too critical to run by. It's too, how much time we have? We only have two minutes, uh, uh, less than a minute. We got a minute. What, you know, we're talking about, we want to be like him. And he walked and he, he, he considered people. He had compassion. He had empathy. He walked in that. His relationship with people was right. His relationship with God was right. And that's who we are supposed to be in the earth. And that's what this is about. This is the reason that we're taking the time to go through this. And I'm so, I mean, I, I am really blessed and honored that, um, you know, you are allowing the depth of, of, of these things that we're doing this because this is a part, it's touching all of it. It's not just going through the tabernacle so that people have the information, but we're, 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 we're this is, this is imparting something in, in us. This is something that we're all being imparted, um, imparted with. And it's, 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 um, it, it's totally necessary. Every piece of the, furniture in the tabernacle was supposed to reveal an impartation of his nature. And by his divine nature, we become partakers of the promise of God. Yes. We cannot receive the promises of God through our carnal man. We can't receive them out of the natural realm. There are spiritual blessings hidden in spiritual places. Yes. And only the light of the sun can reveal those hidden places and treasures. Where Isaiah 45 says he's hidden treasures in darkness. It's not really dark. It's, it's a light you're not accustomed to. That's all it That's is. Right. It's a kingdom light. It's the highway of holiness. There's a light on that place that the vulture can't see. Why? It's the enemy can't see in the light. See, you need to understand that. That's why oh you. My. Oh, Lord. We're out of time. We're out of time. <laughs> all right. 
We are out of time. Okay, this is this is Doctor. Uh, this is Apostle Baker, who is a doctor uh, with a tell it like this, the kingdom way. And if you want to give into this ministry, remember love and unity, and 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 the different things. Go on there, love dash unity.org and you'll see a whole lot of these things. So I want to thank you uh, for Apostle Cal for you being with me today. And we'll be back next time when we're here to tell it like it is the kingdom way. Bye-bye. <laughs>